Welcome back, everyone, to another ride along with Jeff and Colleen. And I don't want to go off on a rabbit trail, and I always try to make these as like evergreen, but it is cold today. Yeah, it is pretty chilly. <laughs> which is, hey, no complaints here nope. because I would rather have the cold uh-huh. than the heat because you can warm yourself up in a myriad of ways and you are limited to how you can cool yourself off right now socal cold is different than chicago and new york cold yeah no question totally understand that yeah but i know i I know people that live in the midwest or east coast that live in extreme cold places are like you know like come on babies suck it up but let me tell you when you consider what we're going from to what we're going to yeah you know, in, in, it's not, it's hard for us to deal with it. All right. So, uh, a bit of a disclaimer and then we'll, we'll dive in. Well, not a disclaimer. It's just, we try to be more real in these podcast episodes yes. than most. Yeah. And so this is another one of those, uh, episodes. So I found out what was wrong with me. And that's how we're going to start because, and uh, it's been a very interesting couple of weeks. So I want to start with doing some research into what I was feeling. And there have been a lot of times where. I would think of the worst case scenario or what could happen or basing how people like a boss, co-worker, someone else on a project was viewing my mistake or doing something a certain way and, and all that. And... It was really affecting me. I I remember I would wake up multiple times a night and worry about the next day at work. I couldn't... It was really tough to sleep. And there were times I would worry all weekend about Monday. And it would just kind of go in this, this loop. In, in my mind and you know I'm getting older and I was thinking about what if they lay me off what if they get rid of me I mean there was just all these things that that was really getting to me and, and it was hard to sleep and hard to stay present and I, I really started to, to kind of think about it, it was like I was never really there when I was there I was thinking about something else so I started doing some research and I found that I have anxiety and and all these kind of sub little things that this and, and I would think about make mistakes I've made in my life on a loop in my head and it, it was just the strangest thing. And, and the more I researched on this, the more I would check out. Yep. I do. Yep. I do that. Mm-hmm, right. I do that and that and that. 
And I was just... And then I started to think back in time. Is that... I mean, obviously, some anxiety. Some is good. You need to prepare. And you need to kind of feel the importance of certain situations. There's nothing wrong with that. But then it kind of goes beyond sometimes. And I remember when I would... uh, have a meeting with the boss. Mm. My stomach would, would the I, my like I have a pit in the middle of my stomach where my stomach would drop, and I would just get really nervous. I mean, really nervous. And uh, it and, and I started thinking back through my working career, and you know, some of my bosses would yell, some of them wouldn't, but I would treat them like. It was going to be the worst situation ever. And uh, so I I really, once I realized that it was not something that I should be dealing with, and then there were certain things that you could do, because I thought it was just normal. I, I just thought this... this fear and this you know thinking over and over all the time and worrying about it it, I think there's only one good thing that really came from it is I prepped a lot for meetings I'd have notes ready to go so that just in case uh, you know a boss or co-worker someone else in the group ask specific questions I would have it all ready to go instead of being like surprised at the question and not being prepared, I was prepared. And, you know, I figured, well, that's just what I do because if I was having all these thoughts of what if this, what if that, what if this, what if that. And I found that that was kind of an outgrowth of this anxiety. And, you know, some of it was, you know, you just, you just get so tired of, of all these dealing with all these thoughts you know I feel a little depressed here and there and so it, it's I, I found that it was kind of a tree it was connecting this to that and this to that and I really once I did more research and I found out what it was I said oh my gosh I've been dealing with this most of my adult life most of my adult life and possibly even in childhood probably yeah you know because uh, i've had you know stepdads and and and, in you know certain family situations that were yellers Mm -hmm. and that would put me into you know this kind of anxious state of walking on eggshells and and all this kind of thing so once i figured out what it was it was really the saddest but most amazing moment in my life that it was it wasn't really dna it was something else and it was i needed to focus on it and so i've uh set up um a therapy session with someone to talk it through and someone that's dealt with it with with many people because First of all, I thought it was just me. And then once I figured out what it was, I said, it's it's not just me. And 
Um, so then I started to kind of break it down and said, I'm going to focus on sleep and, and, uh, do my best to sleep through the night. And this week, and then I understand, you know, when, when, when lady was here, I would take care of lady, nothing wrong with that. That was perfectly fine. But it was just, I, I realized that, that the, the sleep that I wasn't, getting because I was waking up early with her and everything, you know, it, it has an effect on work and life and everything else. But, you know, once she passed away, then it was like, okay, I'm going to have great sleep. And I still was kind of waking up and worrying and thinking and, and all this stuff. And so I really started focusing on getting good night sleep. And it, this week was probably one of those rare situations where during the work week I slept all the way through the night and so I'm really looking forward to focusing on this finding different tools to uh, um, work with it and then deal with it and and overcome it through time and I'm I'm really interested to see what life will be like without these types of anxious thoughts and, and, and negative thoughts in my head and, and all that. I'm really interested to see what life's going to be like uh, without it. So, um, you know, if if you experience these types of things, I would really encourage you to do some research it's not just you there's there's lots of people that that wrestle with this and and find different ways to kind of deal with it but i found to kind of look at it straight in the face realize what it was and take steps and so i'm looking forward to you know the therapy aspect someone to talk to about it and to set some kind of um uh, some steps to kind of move forward and get some good sleep and be present, you know, when I'm hanging with my wife and not be thinking about <laughs> Monday, other things. And uh, so, but I, I wanted to kind of vocalize where where I'm at. And um, so that's, that's that. That's good. That's really good that you're, you know, you've identified there's an issue right that you need to take care of mm-hmm. and that you are taking the steps necessary to do that and i would encourage anybody who's listening who may be feeling like they're having struggles with any number of things doesn't matter what it is right. but if you feel like you're struggling definitely consider seeing a professional because there's been a stigma for far too long in our society that says you're in therapy oh what's wrong with you um there's nothing wrong with going to therapy. Right. In fact, there's everything right with going to therapy because therapy is a good way to deal with life. Life is tough. Mm-hmm. Life throws you a bunch of crap that sucks. And sometimes the things that are out of our control just add on top of that. Right. And mental health, and I want to also clarify, you know, clear up this little stigma. Mental health is not always the extremes. Right. Yes, you have psychopathy and you have 
schizophrenia and you have all kinds of stuff. But the fact is mental health can also be something as mild a form as, you know, anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, and anxiety in and of itself has spectrums, I'm sure. So right. all I'm saying is, you know, don't just say, oh, if you're going to therapy, you must be super mentally ill. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. There is absolutely no reason to be ashamed to go to therapy. Lots of people go to therapy. And I, I think a lot of people are now starting to realize that that's actually a very healthy way of dealing with whatever, you know, right. afflicts you. And uh, it was, it, it took kind of a while for me to get there. Right. And because throughout my life, I've, I've considered getting some therapy, getting some counseling, sure. that kind of a thing. And because I grew up in a, in a religious household, in a church environment, it was always, well, you just need Jesus. I think there's a place for Jesus, the way I see things in life. But also, I think there's, there, there's a time when you need to sit down and talk it through with a professional. And that's... <clears throat> so. And to those, I would say, look, you're right. They're absolutely... Yes, you need Jesus. But the fact is, do you honestly believe that Jesus would want you to suffer, to continue to suffer? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. so. So that's my response to that. But like I said, I just, I think that there's been for far too long a stigma. My grandmother was a psychologist. Mm-hmm. She went back to school in her 40s, went back to college, went to UCLA and USC simultaneously to get through it quicker. And, uh, she became a psychologist. She was pretty well respected. And, you know, I had to go to her a couple times for stuff that I was dealing with. And I was grateful that she was there to talk to. Yeah. So, um, you know, definitely seek help if you are struggling with something. Because it's better to resolve it. I mean, let's put it this way. Think of it this way. If you had a nosebleed, a low grade nosebleed that was just maybe one little drop every hour right. you would go see a doctor for that mm-hmm. right it's not a big deal right but i mean it's one drop at a time but you would still go see a doctor and go hey i got this nosebleed that's kind of continuous it's just not stopping because yeah. and and especially if that nosebleed started to get you know two drops every hour mm-hmm. and then three and then pretty soon you got a little stream running down your nose every hour you'd go see a right. doctor so, if you've if you got a little drip, once an hour, go see a doctor. Mm-hmm. Head it off at the pass. That's that's I think what is really great about doing a podcast is it, it, it almost you know appears like we're talking to you, which yeah. in, in effect we are. And I want you to know I can't see into everyone's situation, right. but I want you to know. That we support you. I think one of the biggest, toughest feelings is is if you have difficulty with anxiety or, or fear or different things, whatever, uh, you feel like you're alone. And I want you to understand that you are not alone in this and that we support you. Because I, I think the, the stigma is there. And I think you would... Be, uh, I feel that most people would feel uncomfortable kind of telling someone, maybe a, a spouse or significant other or family or friend or whatever, say, man, I'm, I'm really struggling. 
I, I think I want to, you know, find someone I need to, you know, talk to a professional about it. And we encourage you to to do that. If you need to, if you feel you need to, your your gut will tell you. And yeah. so uh, we we support you in that. Okay, so you you are not alone. Uh, but on the other hand, there is help available. Okay, uh, so that's it. <laughs> I think that's as real as I've ever been right there. I was really going back and forth on whether I was I should record this or not. But no, I uh, think it's good because I think it's good for you. But yeah. it also may be helpful for somebody listening. Right. And and again, you know, um, I also want to kind of point out we didn't we're not recommending to talk to like a friend. Right. And the right. reason why is because there may be things that yes, your friend may be able to be a good listener and that's awesome and may be supportive, but there are definitely things that a friend who isn't trained isn't going to be able to help you through. True. And so and th- again, I'm saying if you have serious issues that you can't seem to get through, please go see a professional. Right. Correct. And oh, here's the other thing I want to point out too. Because uh, I, you know, some of the podcasts I listen to, they talk about therapy quite a bit. Um, they're not, you know, podcasts about therapy, but they, you know, hosts right. talk about vegan therapy. And I've, I've actually had um, listened to interviews with professional therapists. And two little points you need to do is a, you need to feel comfortable with your therapist. Mm-hmm. If you are not making right. a connection with that therapist and having that you know, where you feel comfortable in being able to say things to this therapist. If you don't feel a true connection, mm-hmm. find a new therapist. Right. And secondly, uh, don't, don't be afraid to reach out. Right. Correct. Uh, one more thing and, and we need to wrap this up, but one more thing is, uh, look into, if you have a, a health Health benefits oh, through right. your work. Healthcare, yeah. They will probably cover either a portion or a few sessions on them. Look into that. Most people don't, yeah. and that's fine. A lot but, of healthcare, but, but really, you know, the next time that that you know, if your if your job offers health benefits, but it's not even then, just your job. If you're a healthcare provider, right? Because you may right. have benefits for therapy in under your mm-hmm. health care, whether you are employed, self employed, right. whether you're you know you have benefits through your company, or whether you have to go on like uh, Obamacare, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. So look into that and yeah. see what is covered, if a, a percentage is, or if maybe a uh, number of sessions are. Look into that. So uh, that's it. And um, this is not, you know, going to be a continued uh, subject that we talk about. It's, it's usually kind of a one-off that, that we cover and then move on to something else. But if, if you enjoy this podcast, we ask that you would subscribe. And you can go to ridealongpod.com slash subscribe. Mm-hmm. And this will give you a little deeper look into who we are and kind of what we we do here so thanks so much for listening and as we always say it's it's always best to ride along with friends we thank you for riding along with us and until next time this is jeff and colleen saying see you later Bye.